Okay, two dogs when they're stuck together. My class, no, not one time, it's multiple times. The class bashes <laughs> the guy, he's just like a hardcore loves, um, what's his name, Mussolini and Adolf Hitler. Like, wait, wait, all... wait, you had a kid that was like the openly fascist kid, yeah. So, wait, like, there's was he the hall monitor too? No, no, oh, fuck. I feel like the hall monitor is like a pretty good way to spot a fascist. Like, so someone did, like, some research on this guy, and they found that his Quora, they found his Quora, and his Quora, they found uh, he had a lot of, like, all, like super right-wing fascist um, statements and whatnot. One, he was, like, uploading pictures of Adolf Hitler and talking about how... Mussolini, like if America went to a fascist state, it would be so much better. So we found that. And this guy was like, he he was like an incel dude. He was just like really weird, like just weird looking dude. And I remember I was talking with him about it. And he had told me that like his grandpa was like an SS officer or some shit. And I was just like, this fucking dude. And, you know, I like... He was just really fucking weird. So one of the weird things that he would do in class was he would bring like four eggs, boiled, hard boiled eggs, and he would just like open them and eat them in class, all the while drinking like a fucking monster in class. It was just like the nastiest fucking dude ever. Protein <laughs> <Yeah>. shake. <laughs> you know the worst part of this? For some odd reason, I said hall monitor. Because I thought you were talking about kindergarten elementary. Like, I, for some odd reason, thought there was some eight to 10 year old kid out there who like idolized the fascists. Definitely cooking wine, huh, Marley? The... <laughs> <laughs> so, Cody, was this, was this high school or you're like in no. law school? <laughs> Here in law school, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, we found out this fascist lived amongst us because we were doing a, um, it's Halloween, so we're talking about fascists. But they were doing like a, a thing called the Bellwood Lecture. And uh, at the lecture, there was this guy named Ken Salazar, who was uh, the Secretary of Interior for Obama. And they're talking about global climate change. And of course, the fascist goes up there. And he was like, do you um, recommend that the U.S. starts like uh, doing eugenics and um, start like killing, killing off like people to like combat uh, global climate change and all of us were like what the f- like what the fuck are you just saying like oh my god you know so we found out and late sooner and later on like there was another um one of our uh colleagues he was also weird but um he wasn't a fascist though but he got drunk with two fascists three fascists three of the fascists and the main fascists they got really drunk and I guess there was like even one that's way more right wing than the the Adolf uh, Hitler loving dude. He got it's funny because this guy he was fucking scared of bed bugs of all fucking things. So they got drunk, and he was saying like 
you know, the, the kind of like hell Hitler thing. And he was like telling this colleague to say it with him and to do the salute. And he got really scared. The colleague got really scared. I don't know why he got scared. He's like a big dude. Could have picked him on. And the fascists are like really tiny um, dudes, but yeah. So we found that out and we were like, fuck fucking fascists are in a fucking like cohort so ever since then we've just been combating them as much as we can in class like every time they speak we're just like no i totally disagree like because you know we're in law school we have to do it professionally but i didn't i just didn't remember like the days after that we were like holy fuck this guy's a like there's a fascist amongst us like interesting imagine that amongst us fascism. amongst us <laughs> go ahead kai what De- were you gonna say definitely sus no, Cody, you're, you're going in a wild school, man. I mean, I guess I shouldn't expect less when you're going to defend the Constitution, you know, freedom of speech. We tried to call the dean out for it because the dean really didn't say much. And we wrote like a big old statement about how the the dean was like taking a, what do you call it, last Ferrari? A laissez-faire approach. Yeah, yeah, laissez-faire approach. He was like, we need to respect all um points of views blah 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 and you know it's protected by the first amendment and he even mentioned like we have communists <laughs> in the court too gee i I'm wonder like, who he was referring I to like, oh, <laughs> i'm a navajo anarchist damn no i mean <laughs> that's interesting i've never um i mean i encounter fascism but not that openly i mean or like the, not in the school setting i thought i'd go talk to him and be like what do you mean like what do you mean by that right and he was like straight up like oh i meant it like eco-fascism as a possible answer to global climate change and i was just like what the fuck dude and ever since then i was like i'm not i'm not fucking talking here again how do you transition to like our halloween episode after that (laughs) oh no just talk about fascism (laughs) well uh in this episode we got we got a a good a good comrade of ours kai and you want to introduce yourself real quick sure do i give all four of my clans or what's what's the rules here uh just give the first two those are the only ones that are important (laughs) (laughs) fucking sick uh well kai and banali and shashi and the slant okiani blesses chin Colin from uh, the better side of the Navajo Nation, the fucked it? up, <laughs> the east side. Yep, Cody knows. Yambato represent. Is this the yep. the Eastern Agency fascism starting? <laughs> <laughs> but now Cody lives across the ditch, so that's the only reason why uh, I trust him. <laughs> it's called trauma bonding. All ever, ever since the the uranium spill at Church Rock, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's on fire, man. I don't know why. Why do you always think we're like in the Church Rock area? We're like fucking. 10 miles like east of that uh so uh, I'll, I'll start with my best and the worst halloween party particularly with my worst uh it's when i learned that um i'm different than white people no just kidding <laughs> um a couple years ago in college or i i'm not gonna say when i went to this party and um i ate a lot of food prior because i had a good time and in the process of it, I got a stomach ache and I had to use the restroom. And it was in this really nice white neighborhood. I was going there, you know, I didn't have a costume. I was just there to hang out and eat food and socialize with white people, predominantly white people. And, you know, it was at a friend's house that I knew. It wasn't close, but super close. 
Anyways, I'm chilling, watching them play pool, having a good time, and my stomach starts hurting. And I'm like, oh, damn, this isn't good because their house only has two bathrooms. One of them is under repair. The other one has a long line. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it, bro. So I go up to her, to the mom. and I'm like, yo, Mrs. So-and-so, I need to use the restroom. And I don't think I can wait in line. And it took me a while to like build up the courage to do this because I'm like, ah, the power dynamics between me and this white woman are just too, too unequal that I'm just like, ah, and I know there's no other bathroom. Now, initially I was like, I could go to the street and just take a shit. Cause I've heard white people do that. And I, no, they do shit like that. I've heard stories. I've seen That's- it firsthand. That's the Halloween story right there in itself. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, damn, dude, I get it, dog. I get why they do it. But I was like, no, that's not going to be. That's not going to be me. I'm built different. And I was like, I politely was like, yo, Miss So-and-so, is there a bathroom I can use? Is there a gas station I can walk to? She sends me to the neighbor's house who's also having a party. And not only do I not know any of these people, these are also rich people. And she like walks me over there and I'm like in my twenties. It's like, you don't ever get walked to another person's house by a white woman and you're 20 years old trying to hold in a shit. It's like the worst feeling. But at the same time, I was really relieved this whole time. My stomach's hurting. I need to use the restroom. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to end up in the streets. She introduces me. She goes, Hey, Hey hon, how y'all doing? How's it? So it starts doing small talk. And I'm like, yo, did you forget why you brought me here? Like I I'm prairie dogging here. Like, <laughs> I need I need to get into a bathroom. And she's like, uh, so-and-so's friend, can you use your restroom? And they had this big, like, nice adult alcohols everywhere. And I'm like, wow, I need to use the restroom. So I go. I go to the bathroom. You know, no one's in line because I guess adults at that age don't care about it. I use the restroom. I feel relieved. And I, I kind of freaked out because the water was low. And when I flushed it, it I thought it got, like, um, clogged. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be that person. But at the same time, I was like, no one's going to know me. No one's going to know it was you. Just get out of there. Yes, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's what happened. I'm not going to lie. You know, I flush it one or two times. The water's rising. It's starting to mix. And I'm like, oh, shit, bro. And I'm like, I've been in here too long. They're going to know who I am. The moment I step out, someone's going to have the worst of luck. And some white person is going to go in there. So I just get the plunger and I start plunging. The water looks disgusting. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. So I'm plunging and I'm like, I'm, I, I actually started a little bit of a prayer. I was like, dear God, let this go down. You're all Take it out. Slayer. Please help me right now. <laughs> God help me. And I'm like, just doing it. And I hear a knock like, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, hello. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm saying hello. They're supposed to say hello. And they're like, is there anybody in here? And I'm like, yeah, it's me. I'm almost finished. Oh, so I'm like, and this is like, I'm like, I don't have any other, like, it's got a flush now or I'm fucked. Because if, if I flush it again and it keeps rising, it's going out of the toilet bowl. Like, I have no fucking clue of what to do. So I close the lid. I don't want to look. I flush that shit. I hold down the thing all the way down for like 10 seconds. And I'm scared I'm going to see water come out of the bottom of the seat and just like be all murky and shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, but nothing happens. I open that lid clean as a whistle. Nothing ever happened. I washed my hands. I mean, it was the best Halloween because the worst thing didn't happen. But it was the worst Halloween because I had a severe stomach ache for like 45 minutes and I held it in until the last possible second until 
No, I was that. thinking more like Get Out. That's like Jordan Peele, like oh. the making of a Jordan Peele movie right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, just like in there, else like with just white people just surrounding you. I think one time I blew it up at May's uh, parents' house, and that was pretty scary. And I was just like, oh, fuck. So May is my partner for those listeners. <laughs> don't know. Just some <laughs> random person. Yeah. Just, just, just like, take a big ass shit. Like, oh, there was one story that I like how this is turning to shit stories. I mean, uh, it is a, a fucking <laughs> sick podcast. <laughs> talking about this and this going to be jumping on while we're talking about shit stories. Shot <laughs> stories. I, actually, actually, when you all wanted to do, wrap me the topics of like best and worst Halloween party, I could not think of anything. But now that you bring up shit stories, I got a pretty good one. <laughs> talking, about, <laughs> guys, talk, talking about the horrors of uh, capitalism, imperialism. Just kidding. So now I went to Venezuela and goddamn, I, I made the fucking mistake. So Venezuela is under sanctions, right? And they don't like not commenting on like the state or anything, but one time, oh man, I went to go take a shit. And just because we fucking live in America, goddammit, just accustomed to like toilet paper everywhere. But I went to go take a shit and I was like, did my business and everything like that. Then I was all just like about to finish. And I was like, oh shit, I looked to my right, you know, no fucking toilet paper. And I didn't even know what to do. One, like I'm a whole different country. I don't mean like, I barely speak any like anything like like Spanish or anything. So like there's already like a language barrier. So I'm just like, what the hell? Like, what do I do? So I'm just like sitting there, like kind of trying to talk English to these people, like as like broken English. <laughs> kind of like, can someone help me? Like, I'm kind of stuck here. I don't have any like toilet paper. I think I was sitting there for like goddamn like 30 minutes until <laughs> until someone finally like, I think some guy just knew had like pity on me and he came by with like not even like a not even like a roll of toilet paper he came by with like i don't know like two sheets worth like like almost nothing but i totally made it work got out of there and goddamn that was like the most embarrassing thing i think it ever happened to me it's like just yeah just be conscious of where you're at you know always yeah. always check Dang, you're yo, all folding it. Keep on folding it. <laughs> or got me that shit, man. In other words, yo, fuck US imperialism, bro. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that shit's scary. Right, before we go, you know, I used net native. Was that native toilet paper? That real soft um leaf can scotch. Are you talking about scotch? No, in the uh. actual fucking plant, bro. <laughs> uh. There's like that really soft. I used it once. I'm not gonna lie, dog. I heard pine cones. Pine cones are the way to go. Is that like, like you take need me you take all shit the... right there? <laughs> yeah, sounds rough, bro. <laughs> well, you take off, you take it off, and then it gets all the frilly stuff, and you use that or uh, cedar tree bark. You like make it really fine and make it into like a really fine like uh, TP, and then you use that. God damn, Cody, Mister Survivalist over hey, here. Hey man, uh, you know my dad lives out in the fucking woods. And so I was like, how do you do that? And he's like, well, I, I, yeah. so what, what dad does, he puts toilet paper at certain areas just in case he needs to take <laughs> shit. <laughs> so like, yeah, and he always has like a toilet paper. It is like, it is fucking truck all the time. And I got so used to it. Like I have a piece of toilet paper in my truck because I'm like, you never know when you have to fucking go, you know? Getting back to Halloween. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, did you have a did you have a quote a story, Cody? About shitting myself. I mean that too. I mean as long as it's related <laughs> to Halloween. Um, I just I remember one time. Uh, after this, uh, we'll, we'll uh, have Jacinda introduce herself. But uh, I remember one time, uh, I had to take a really bad dump. Um, I was like in my whole getup, my whole costume. And it was really hard to fucking take off. And I just remember I had to go to my cousin's house. And I remember I had to take, every, like, I literally had to take everything off, like my all my clothes. And just, I was just taking a dump, like naked. And then I was just like, oh, just sitting on the toilet. And then they're like, why did you take so long? Were you like, you know, did you take a dump? And I was just like, man, you guys don't fucking know. Like, I had to take everything off. Like, I was, <laughs> but as naked, like free, free as I can be taking a dump. <laughs> Bro, I hate nosy motherfuckers who do that shit. Like uh, that dude. sort of asking questions after you come out of the restroom. It's like, were you just like waiting to interview me or some shit? <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so awkward. Like I've had two fuck. It's white people who did that shit to me. This reminds me of like real West Mall. They don't have any doors on their stalls, so you walk down all the way down, and you can see it, just a bunch of dudes just huddled over taking his shit. <laughs> like, and you're like, like you're just like looking in the stalls, like trying to look, find one that's like free. And you're like, oh, sorry, dude. And they go into the next one. Oh, sorry, I'm mad. And then they just like, oh, it's cool, dude. <laughs> just all like Halloween. Each of them has like a little bag of candy for their hands. <laughs> just like different different costumes as you go down. Damn, is that in Gallup, right? Yeah, G Town represent. Gallup's rowdy. The fact that they have to take doors off their stall, that says a lot. There's one time I saw a big old thing of importers just like chilling out in the corner. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, fuck. (sighs) Yeah. So Jacinda, if you want to introduce yourself, go for it. Oh, yeah. Hey, hello. This is Jacinda. Um, I am from the res. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the bad side um, or the good side? Nay. Always the good side, the best side, <laughs> the heart of the denomination. <laughs> I'm actually at a Halloween party right now, conveniently at my cousin's Halloween party, and they're all getting rowdy in there. But I was like, I got a, I got a fucking podcast to be a part of. Like, no way, with who? I was like, you know, remember that dude from Bony War Party? No, you're fucking lying. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so they really don't believe me. So they think I'm just out here, like on Facetime or something. Whatever, yeah, no, they'll hear this later. <laughs> okay, like I think your cousins are like your biggest haters. Like I swear. Oh, uh, all the time. They're, of course, you need haters. You know, they're the ones that like bring you up. No, I'm just kidding. They motivate you. Maybe. Yeah, they, motivate they keep you going. <laughs> they're the like, ones who teach you how to fight. Or choke you out. Fuck yeah. Fuck choke yeah. You That's out. my fucking dude. If you haven't almost died by your cousin, then you ain't really from the rest. <laughs> this one time I like I was boxing with my, my younger brother and I fell, like I tripped, and he just kept on fucking winging on me. I was like a boof boof getting fucking hit in the head. Then I was like, I, I was a little kid, so I started crying. And he's like, oh, and they're all finally it's over, dude. And I was like, oh, it's like blood all over my fucking face. <laughs> Like no. ugly crying, dude. Yeah, no, like, yeah. That's rally. Put a fucking like shitload of like mud all over my face, too. Oh shit! Yeah. And you were like, "This is my brother's bike." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, a lot of Cody's Dr. trauma. Bash's knockout. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I got another like story of like the guy that plays my the the guy that goes like, "Did you fucking hit me?" That guy. He's my <laughs> he's my older brother, and one Wait, time no cap. Yeah, no cap. Like he, he's my older brother. Well, Navaway, but like, oh, 
he's okay. just my older brother, you know. Like him and I, since day one, we're like a one. No, I'm just kidding. But no, he's A1 like saucy. <laughs> yeah, and like he, uh, we used to fight each other because he always was like, "Dude, you know, I got toughen you up, bro." Because you're gonna get a bunch of bullies. Because he went to like church rock, and there's a bunch of fucking bullies over there, right? Dude, Kyan? if they're yeah, from those little ass there, no res towns, you know that they they they've thrown down somewhere somehow really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've done some shit. Yeah, and then like my, my cousin was like, or my brother was like, "I'm gonna toughen you up, dude." And I'm like, "Okay, man." So like him and I, like, he would like, yeah, right for real. We used to like train. Yeah, we're like trained like Rocky status. And oh shit. Um one time we were sparring and I did fall. This this is when I was an older and I told him to stop and he kept on hitting me because we were using like uh those really soft or like not really soft, but like those really thin MMA gloves. I was like, dude, I'm bleeding right now. Can you stop? And he's like, so come on, man, get back up, let's go. And I was like, fuck no, bro. And he's like, I gotta get all rowdy. You pass out. Yeah, for real. And I was like, <laughs> take on night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I called it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go in the room and bathroom. And I was like, clean it up. I had that Yamato dirt, that fine ass dirt in my nose. And I was like, you. That was hardcore. <laughs> is that How'd making that play with the snot? No. Hey, Yamato, Yamato dirt is the best dirt to eat out there. Stay holy. Stay holy. Yeah. Oh, it keeps yeah. you really connected to the earth. <laughs> dirt up your nose. Oh <laughs> yeah. Right into the yes. dirt. Yep. Yeah, sniff sniff it. it makes you real good. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we're right now Anyways. we're talking about Halloween uh parties. Uh best and worst Halloween parties. Do you have any? Dude, I have so many. I'm just gonna talk about like the best Halloween. Ah, oh, it's so hard. Because, like, I feel like a lot of the best Halloween parties I've been to is with my cousins, like, hands down. Like, they're, you can be yourself, and, like, they're a bunch of crazy, rowdy Navajos. And I think one year we had, like, a bonfire. We do this every year. We, like, hang out on Halloween and it just becomes, like, a big party. But anyways, there was one Halloween where we're, like, we're playing beer pong, right? And I shit you not i did not want to like lose one game of beer pong i think i like at one point i think i went against four of my cousins <laughs> because they wanted me to lose so bad and like i still beat them i was still like undefeated that whole night and they were like you're a yenny and i'm like i swear to god like i'm not <laughs> like i'm not using some kind of like dark force to win i'm just like i'm just on it um, but yeah, that was definitely a rowdy party or just like Damn. probably the best party. Duh. The worst party, the worst party was probably like in junior high where I don't know. I feel like those parties are just lame anyways. I, I play beer pong to just lose so I can drink. So no one judges me <laughs> that I'm at the, at the table and I'm like, this is a Marley just needs an excuse to get drunk. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I missed it. Give me this one. He uses four locos, by the way. He's all porty. That, nah, you don't <laughs> like, want to see that a side dash of me. Of four loco. Oh no. <laughs> On four fucking... loco or what? <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah, there's one is time. That, is that your poison? Yeah, I think it's everybody's poison. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody's poison. Oh shit! I never had a four loco. So one loco for each sacred mountain. That's how I stay grounded. We're gonna get canceled. That's how I say sacred. 
Yes, you have to say a prayer before, before and after. You have uh, to pour some out of each direction. Huh? The the four local way. Oh, <laughs> the, the sand painting is all a picture of a four local. No, 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 stop! I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Stop, stop. God damn it, Cody. <laughs> Cody, you're gonna get us all canceled after this episode. Mm, got my bad. <laughs> Shit. That's why we don't let Cody drink. Me. Saying a bunch of shit. The time we'd be like when I'm older, I'm like, no few. Uh, don't. And I'm like sipping. See, Cody paints uh. himself as that like helpless cousin, but in reality, he was the real fucked oh, up thank one. You. <laughs> Just throwing because you know, so let me hit you once be good <laughs> can't feel um, anything hit me harder Nate. <laughs> can't feel Ew. Oh, damn uh, hurry up damn i'm all tough huh i can take your hits <laughs> no, oh that's fucked up anyways <laughs> um, i think we've, we've all been to that level where we just don't feel anything hey our, tra- our colonial trauma just disappears and we're strong <laughs> Anyways, you did not just say that. <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah, we we I, we uh we got kind of side railed by my uh, shit story <laughs> with my worst best Halloween caught. Dude, party. I caught that and I was like, what the fuck did I just like? Yeah, you you st- <laughs> you pretty much missed the trauma bonding moment between us <laughs> and maybe Your the listener. Trauma, I could totally stories. I could totally bring us back. I could go full circle for us. Can you really quickly bring yeah, us back? Yeah, I can I can unite your I can unite your chant stories with the Halloween theme tonight. So what's scarier than like going to take a crap in the middle of the night, especially when you have to go to like the outhouse? It's like a hop and a skip away, man. That's tell me you cannot be scared of that. I did that once when I was younger and I was so scared that when I got to the actual position and sitting down, I couldn't poop because I was scared. I was a bunch of weenies, man. I I wasn't traditional. I I, I left my cross at the house. No, I left my rosary at the house. (laughs) My cousin used to always fucking ditch me. I'd be all, dude, stay outside and watch watch for me, okay? And my cousin's like, okay, dude. And then I'm like, watch the door, but don't look in. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, like, and I'd be like, oh. It, just tell me if something's happening. Then my cousins used to always fuck with me, dude. Be like, oh, oh shit, Cody, and like fucking bang on it. They would never let me like go in peace. And then I remember one time, go they in like, peace. <laughs> they like, they like left me, and I had to walk back to my grandpa's. And I was just like, damn, this so is fuck. They just padlock you in there for the night. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you and your chat for the whole night. Oh my god, <laughs> just all cold. It's <laughs> all cold. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're bringing back memories I repressed. <laughs> Somebody put a sunroof on our, our outhouse. And every time in there at night, I'm like, dude, there's probably a Yanny looking at me take a shot right now. Has a full like view of it. Stop waving at you. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Jacinda. How you doing? How you doing? You, doing? you okay? <laughs> Getting the fiber in. <laughs> well, damn it. Damn it, Jimson. Is that you again? So, oh, oh shit! It's all you're training too hard. You need more fiber in your diet. Did you drink enough water today? <laughs> Stop eating all that sugar tea. <laughs> it all it comes out all hard. You know better. Chant's all hard. 
stop crying. This is just a cha episode. This I know. I think it's time to move anymore. to the next topic, man. It's cha ween now. Okay, okay, okay. cha ween cha ween That's great. That's great. The story that I have about Bigfoot, like, literally starts when... I actually started college at Diné College and I went there for a summer semester and it was in Saley. So like, I don't know if you guys have been to Saley before. It's like really foresty, very beautiful, very mountainy. Anyways, I was staying in my dorm, right? And I, I, um, I was in the dorm that's like closest to the parking lot, like on the west side. Yeah, west side. And Usually, like, during the summer semester, like, everyone pretty much stays in the dorm a little bit, but a lot of people just, like, go home during the weekend, right? My dad had actually taken a job there at Diné College, so I got to go there for free, which is awesome. And I was taking a couple classes, and it was the weekend. And usually, I like, my parents live not too far. They live, like, a couple miles away in the teacher housing, right? And... Like, I usually would stay there, but my all my siblings were there. I was like, I'm just going to stay in my own dorm. Like, it's my own space, so might as well just stay here because they're just right there. Um, one morning, it was, like, really early, and I'm talking, like, four in the morning, maybe. It was, like, right as, like, the sun. Like, you can see a little bit of light outside, but the sun's not out. So it's, like, it's a little bit light outside, but not really. But I woke up because all of the dogs were barking. And I was like, kind of woke up. And usually that happens a lot. But this time I woke up and I heard like a strange noise along with the dogs, like in the background. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And I like woke up and it honestly sounded like a, an animal dying. I was like, what the hell is that sound? And then it almost sounded like human-like. And I was like, is there something going on today? Like, is there like a like a relay race or is it like a rodeo and I was like there's no fucking way it's like Sunday morning it gets loud like I'm talking really loud it like it sounds like it's right outside my window and I get up and I was like what the hell is that sound and there was a lot of them like at first it was like one it was kind of loud but then all of a sudden it was just like 10 of them were just screaming and it almost sounded like they were like ape-like like it sounded like a bunch of gorillas almost like monkeys but it almost sounded like there were humans making that noises, but it was so strange and in so many pitches that like it would go high and then really low that it, it definitely wasn't a human making that noise. And it was echoing like really loud. So it was like either coming from like the canyon that was close to the school. There's like this canyon called Del Moto Canyon, which is actually Death Canyon, right? They were like coming from that direction and it was so loud. Like I had to plug my ears and I was like terrified. I remember just like pacing my room, like waiting for it to stop. And it did not stop for like almost an hour of just nonstop screaming and like these weird ass noises. And there was all these dogs just like barking and then it stopped. And I was like, what the hell was that? I was thinking at first like skinwalkers because I'm like, it's definitely like a yenny or like something like that. But I was like, no, I was like pretty sure that if it was anything it had to be like Sasquatch or Bigfoot so anyways I went directly to my parents house after I like woke up and stuff and I was like did you guys hear those strange noises this morning and they were like no what was it and I like described the sounds and they thought it was full of shit like they did not believe me 
I was like, dude, no, I'm telling you, it's Bigfoot. Like, I was way overhyped about it. I was already researching it. I was like, no, it's Sasquatch. Like, we live in the mountains. What else could it be? And they're like, whatever, you're cool as shit, Jacinda. Like, that's, it's not Bigfoot. And then, anyway, some time had passed. And my dad works at the, the college, right? He, like, works as a maintenance person. He, like, came up to me and my friends. We were, like, eating lunch one day. And he was like, Jacinda, you need to come with me right now. And you can't tell anybody. And I was really scared because I'm like, is mom okay? Like, what, what's going on? And he's like, no, you need to come with me and you can't ask any questions. You got to come with me right now. I was like, okay. So I went into his work truck and we like drove down the road that goes to like the Saley Pond and we get out and he's like, you need to see this. You, you won't believe it until you see it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, where are you taking me? He takes me to this ditch and it had just rained for like four days straight. It was like monsoon season. And there was like these big ass footprints in the mud, in the wash. And I'm talking, they're fucking huge. Like the toes were like this. And he, I, we were just staring at them. Like, and he takes out his tape measure. Of course he has a tape measure with him. And he measures the stride on these two prints, dude. Like it was over like six feet, the stride. And he's like, it couldn't have been running. He's like an expert. He's like an expert hunter. He's like, it couldn't have been running because the tracks aren't sliding in the mud they're perfectly in the mud so it had to be a fucking huge thing that made these footprints <laughs> like I'm just sitting there like I fucking knew it but like to have evidence like that that's really rare right so my dad's smart he like got someone to come over with some plaster and he put the plaster and casted those footprints right away before they dried up and washed away because he said whatever made this like it's really smart for them to walk in the wash because they know that their footprints are going to disappear the next rain you know and it's probably going to rain in the next few hours after that happened like we kept hearing the screams and then my parents were big believers like after that they believed in Bigfoot and then they even got on the show finding Bigfoot so I don't know if you've seen that like episode of the four corners episode that's actually my dad and my mom that's so funny. I was going to talk about finding Bigfoot too. Uh, Dude, I, I think they were like in that show. Like, I think like my fucking uncles had like dinner with them, like at Earl's or something like that. Really? That's so cool. <laughs> no, dude, like they were on that show and like they're supposed to be Bigfoot experts, right? So they go and they come out, they make it a big deal. They're going to Staley to, to like search for these Bigfoot, but they have like a food crew. They're like getting catered lunches. And my my dad's like a macho, like, hunter guy right he's like decked out in his gear he's like wait i thought we were actually gonna go search for bigfoot like yeah we are but we we gotta make we gotta do that take like one more time <laughs> it was like super like like movie-ish like a show-ish you know kind of like fake and he said they were out there in the middle of the woods searching for bigfoot and they heard screams and they like heard it almost sound like it was mocking them like they were like laughing and stuff and it was like mocking their exact laugh like down in the canyon because they went to Del Muerto into the canyon to search for it. And they got so scared they wanted to leave, like all those Bigfoot searchers. They were like, yeah, we didn't think we were actually going to find anything. And now that we do, we, we want to go. <laughs> and they were like, what? Wait, you're on finding Bigfoot. And we actually found evidence and you guys want to leave. Like, that's weird. Damn. I like how like, like Navajo dads are just all, like, especially when they hunt, they're just like all gun-ho about shit. Is that so... <laughs> Tell my partner's dad is when he goes hunting, all he takes is like potted meat with like bread. That's all he does. Dude, you have no idea. Yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> he, like, Fuck. he like smells the tracks. It went this way. 
Yeah. It's <laughs> like, stop. He's like, yup, this is Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, I heard that Bigfoot's like really stinky though. Like if you were to get close to him, he smells like ass. They call them skunkmen <laughs> in other areas. I think it's like in Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they're real stinky. They, because <laughs> they don't wipe their butts with pine cones or they're like cayenne. They just don't have tissue. Hey. <laughs> so, so do, do they have like, I have one story where I thought I saw it, but I won't go into that one because either it was a Bigfoot, it was like noonish, and either it was a Bigfoot walking along the mesa or some res dude wearing all fucking black in the mid, like, middle of summer. <laughs> Both so, are equally <laughs> probable, too. <laughs> so I don't know, it's either or, but this other one. So, a couple times, like every now and then, like we live, we don't, we don't live too far from a mesa, and like back in the day, uh, we also lived by a well, and like back in the day, like my my great grandparents would still go back to him, like haul water and stuff, but not so much today. But every now and then, they'll hear a scream, like back there, like way back there. And at first, they're saying like it's probably like some skinwalker, some witch, or something like that. But the more and more I hear about Bigfoot, it's probably it is probably a fucking Bigfoot, just from like the it way is, they sound, yeah. yeah, the way it screams yeah. and things like that. They almost sound and, like they're talking in a language. That I obviously can't understand, but they seem really intelligent. And the other the, the other night, yeah, I'm not talking about intelligence. No, the other night, someone was talking about Bigfoot again, and they're talking about like Bigfoots know like all those like the water sources. They know where to get like their stuff and things. So I was like, that makes total fucking sense. Like Bigfoots are just getting like a drink in the middle of the night or something, and like we're being like all yee yeah about it. But it's like pretty pretty explainable, but. Dude, they're Pretty probably sure. living their best life right now, you know? They probably live in a commune and they're just fucking just living fucking. life. <laughs> they're just fucking. <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> That's probably what you hear at night. That's why they're Cody. screaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who invited this guy? <laughs> it's either that or they're, they're taking a dump. <laughs> oh, All right. Fuck. What's with you taught tonight, Cody? It's got to be something personal Just there. to bring you back. <laughs> yeah, we got to circle back. It's a chaunt episode. <laughs> it's like, oh. this is the chaunting hour. <laughs> chaunting hour, yes. I know. Dude, well, oh, College is pretty much like Hogwarts. Like, that's how it feels for me. You're like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, you got you're literally house, at... <laughs> house <yeah>. Yannies. <laughs> you, get your expulsion, you get your expulsion letters from owls. <laughs> no we don't have owls here god damn it <laughs> yeah we would have prairie dogs not owls yeah fuck so. with prairie dogs <laughs> if prairie dogs just like cruises over and gives you a litter <laughs> just like digs a hole comes out <laughs> house eagle <laughs> <laughs> wait Jacinda has your dad seen from that one instance has he seen any more Bigfoot at- activity after that um so we've like we're trying to what we're trying to do well what my parents are trying to do is like collect stories of people in the area right so they're like trying to get as many stories as they can they've only like came in contact with like other people that have seen him or heard them but we don't live in Salie anymore so we're kind of like distant from it but we do have a sheep camp up on sawmill area and we'll do calls and stuff and like wood knocks and we'll sometimes get calls back and knocks back and it's just become such a regular thing. Like we can hear them all the time. Like pretty much like if you know, like the right calls, cause my dad, he's really good at the calls for some reason. And every time he does it, we hear something and it freaks everybody out. 
because usually we have a huge like family barbecue at the sheep camp and my dad does his call perfectly and it literally you can hear them every time he does it and it's so it's like I don't know it's scary you never really get used to the sound how does the sound call uh, how does the sound sound like or the call sound like yeah you just it's all <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey, get over here. There was one time I was outside in Bahala and we heard a huge, like a branch break. And it was like at night and it was like really big. And so my, uh, my partner's dad went out to go check it and he found like a really like a really thick branch that had broken, like snapped and it was still green inside. So it was like, uh, it it wasn't dry or anything like that. And what happened, he looked around to see if it was like maybe a cougar or a bear. He didn't find any footsteps or anything like that. So he was like, I don't know what, what did it. He he, he was trying to track it down, but he couldn't find anything that could possibly have broken that. It was interesting. I don't know if it's Bigfoot activity though. You never know. You never know. Could be. And I think I think in a Yumbato, we were our ancestors were Bigfoot because we're all tall. Oh, they you're like the only tall one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So Jacinda, do you have any like Yanny stories other than the Bigfoot? Or are you too Yanny scared? stories? Oh, this is a hard topic because I don't it's know. All like, I got three cousins that are Yannis. I still gotta drive home tonight, guys. I still gotta drive home. You'd be all right. I ain't trying to see Mr. Yazzie run across the road in the street. Like, I'm just like, oh, like running by the by the truck. But damn it, Mr. Yazzie. <laughs> what do you want today? Like, oh, I was just checking up on you. I was making sure you're getting home safe. <laughs> Ew, he's all in his skin. It's like, no. It's all like, actually, I, I decided to use my skinwalker abilities to find Bigfoot. <laughs> nee. We're best friends now. Nee. Like, oh, it's like Bigfoots are just like big old skinwalkers. Nee, they're not even like their own distinct like animals, just some Navajo yeah. skinwalking. <laughs> like, a- like, do like finding Bigfoot? And be like, have that little captions on local skinwalker. He's all finding, yeah, finding Mr. Yazi. We all just thought he was dipping child support. Turns out he was, just, <laughs> he was being a Yanny behind. Just skinning around everywhere. <laughs> just Yannying around. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, just are you, are you, are you not? <laughs> Aren't aren't you? You're aren't you, you're aren't, men. Aren't you? Underviz? <laughs> yes. Aren't you? Yes, I'm uh, underviz. <laughs> aren't aren't you? Um, the you're Mandan and Hitsa, right? Yeah, I'm Mandan and Hidatsa. Also, oh, is it Hidatsa? Yeah. Uh, do they have any? Uh, I'm all now Hidatsa. Um, is it? Uh, <laughs> do they have any scary stories up there that you know of? Up yeah, North, dude. North Dakota. So my <laughs> tell them. So I know there was one story that my grandma told me, and it's really scary the way she tells it. Cause like I don't know what it is, but 
the way that like old women like tell like native women tell stories it's just fucking scary it makes you want to like, kiss your pants like just the way they, they start the story is like oh <laughs> but she told me the story that that my grandfather he had passed away like a couple of years ago but when he was younger when they were younger and first married she was living up there in uh mandan hadatsa land and um they kind of were bickering not like a full-on argument but they kind of got into like a little argument like she was like it was just normal for you know being first married and she said like i'm gonna go for a walk and my grandpa was like okay so she went for a walk outside and she said that she heard like a woman crying and she was like what the hell is that sound and she like walked further and she could see like a figure in the distance and it was like coming towards her. And she was like, it was kind of dark. It was like the sun had already set and it was kind of like just a little bit of light and it was like about to be dark soon. And she was like, what is that? And then all of a sudden it was like coming closer for her to almost see what it was. And she said, my grandpa like covered her eyes, like came up behind her, snuck up behind her and like covered her eyes and said, you need to come inside right now and you can't look at it. And she's like, what is it? Like, she was like, really just like, wanted to know what it was. And he was like, um, whatever it is, like, we just got to wait for it to pass. It's actually, it's a spirit. And it's like, a, it's called like a, I can't remember what she called it, but like a woman that's in mourning and constant mourning, but it's like a spirit. And it just like floats across the prairie because in North Dakota, it's like really flat land and it just like floats. It's like a woman spirit that's in mourning and it just floats across the prairie. And, like, if you come across it, you're not supposed to, like, look at it for some reason. She didn't exactly tell me why, and my grandpa didn't explain it. But she said that, like, she could kind of see, like, the bottom, and it, like, came up to them, and it floated by, and she saw that it had no feet. It just was, like, a spirit that floated by and, like, just kept going. And she said that was, like, the weirdest experience ever. So they definitely, like, my grandpa has told me they have some, like, different like spirits and almost like different creatures that live up there like they used to believe that giants used to roam the earth and they believe in little people and usually they you see them when like the earth is being disturbed so i don't know if you know there's a lot of fracking that's going on in north dakota and a lot of those like pipeline workers have like given police reports about seeing little people like messing around with their equipment and running across the prairie because they're like disturbing the land and they're fracking there and they don't like it so it's like some of the creatures there just like come directly from the earth Damn, I like how go ahead uh, i was gonna say i like how your family just like don't ask questions just come just come <laughs> it's like okay just don't look just go <laughs> you can be like that's that. what makes it scary it's like the mystery of something and you don't they can't tell you what it is and it's just like it I makes know. it more scary because you can't ever know yeah i remember one like every time we had a ceremony like that too they would just tell us like just go like when we go out to the outhouse take take turns and whatnot um i like how they would just go to the outhouse when there's like a, a bathroom inside the house but anyway um and they would be like you know don't look around just keep going and then they would be like Oh, you know, you start hearing shit going off in the distance and like someone moving and running around in the, in, in the dark. And then you're like, don't look, don't look. And you're like, fuck, what's going on? You know, I think that's the scariest part, especially in Yumbadu, Hong Kong. Yeah. Kind of all asleep now. 
Asleep. No, no, you're right. You're, he's all scared over there. I know. He's all locking his doors. He's all making sure this shit's all just double checking. But I think y'all are right, though. Like, I don't know. There's something about like how it's like not mythical or it's like not like, out of this world. It's like pretty much like just commonplace for us. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's pretty much Bigfoot. It's pretty much a skinwalker. It's like sometimes so nonchalant. I was going to ask Jacinda, did they ever, did your grandparents ever see that woman again? Or was that just like the only time? That was like the only time. And she said it was weird. Like she still doesn't know like what Damn. it was. That's and freaky. I honestly have tried to research it and I found nothing. So like you would probably, I would probably have to talk to like another elder and Damn. ask like what it is. But I don't know, like you don't just ask an elder for a story. You like have yeah. to offer them something, you know, like medicine or you almost like have to ask them in a way where they can give like a yes or no answer. Like you got to give them a choice when you ask elders. Like you got to be like, is it okay if I like, we talk about this now. Like there's definitely... What people don't understand is like protocols with their elders, like how you ask them, how you receive knowledge. Like you can't just like receive it. You have to offer something mm-hmm. for that knowledge. Damn. So like, I'm going to sober up if you tell me these stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's my offer. <laughs> it's all like 20 years later. And when your grandmother told me that story, I, I never drank again. Old <laughs> <laughs> <Little> turkey. <laughs> I I agree with everybody else. I echo what everybody else. It's funny because uh, for me, it break it 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 makes its way into um, academic life. Where like you have white academics who are trying to talk about like not like post human ideas, where they like try to take take into consideration like non human entities and whatnot, or and and take them seriously. But it's like when you're indigenous, you're kind of like yeah we have shit like this, you know, like it's not a big like leap for us to make these like claims and whatnot because they're probably our relatives. Because they're in our stories. They're in our creation stories. They're a part of us. Like, you know, it's just who we are as a people. Like, I just think we need to get over the fact that they're not made up stories. They're real. Yeah, Marley. Fuck. <laughs> what? Why am yeah, I getting <laughs> shit? And and this is how I got thrown under the bus. Let me tell you what it's it looks like. Got canceled. He doesn't <laughs> believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> Anyways, I had a quick question. Has your dad like actually moved away from that haircut that he had in that episode? Because I I found it episode nine of season six and he has like this really you just nice all Googled it all fast. I, I had no. to I was, I was like looking for this shit i was like i'm gonna watch this Yo, later just all like typing does that finding bigfoot what episode nine of season six and then they also return back to it in um episode four of season 11 so that's cool they make they make twice the appearance your mom and your dad yeah they do they love them they're like lifelong friends too with everybody like the whole crew and stuff and they actually got their prints authenticated. So they had the plaster wow. cast and that's the best evidence that they have. And they sent it to a lab to get authenticated. And the people that like authenticated the prints were like, these are the best evidence we've had in a long time. Like there's no way that you could have made this. Like that's these badass. are real as it gets. And my dad's like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he does have that haircut still. So it kind of reminds me of that Smoke Signals episode where he never, Arnold never grows his hair long again. <laughs> your dad's like, I won't grow my hair out until I see Bigfoot again. 
Damn, that's cool though. I does your dad? Uh, did you, do you know the size of the like the foot? How big it is by any chance? Hey, just wants to know how big it is. Dang, there's a uh, contrary to belief uh, of feet <laughs> and uh, other sizes. It's not the size so that big? matters. <laughs> how big is it? It's how you use it. Okay. He's a grower, not a shower. Okay, so maybe like <laughs> it's pretty big. I'm glad Dang. you guys brought me on here like i love talking about this like i hope uh, it made you guys believers <laughs> i think but cody I, cody if you want to know how big they are you got to come to our house and actually see them because we actually okay. do have them oh that's so gonna make cool. a trip that's gonna okay. make a trip and then we can go bigfoot hunting have our own investigation out of the woods and i'll see how tough you guys really are yo wait wait uh, I, oh, I'm, I'm gonna i'm seriously gonna take you up on that offer because i've always no, wanted seriously. to go hunting for bigfoot like for yeah. reals i'd fucking give Those, just to say, like, look at, I mean, even if it's just like, I think I hear Bigfoot, that's more than enough for me. I would love Dude, to go hunting. It'll be Bigfoot. awesome. It'll be awesome. Yeah, hunting totally down. When you I'm, guys can just stay at my Hogan. Damn. Stay at my Hogan. You can chant in my outhouse. Like, me, we'll Cody. Do the whole <laughs> we can all, sh- me, Cody, um, Kyan will all share the same bed. <laughs> yeah, so you guys keep us warm. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be alright, man. It's all, all clenched up when you hear a noise. It's like, I want to be a little spoon. So, Kyan, is that a gun in your pocket? <laughs> I hope it's a gun, but Are it's you okay. Are just happy to see me? <laughs> no, it's, it's my peepee gun. Takes it out. It's all small. It's all dang. Hey. <laughs> Dang. Uh, I wish I'm just was wishing else. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my uh, it's my ruler for when I measure Bigfoot's feet. <laughs> Marley, Marley, Marley can. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in the middle. I'll be yep. Cody will be on the left and Kyle will be on the right, and I'll be in the middle. So it'd be an oh, Eastern sandwich Agency you. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna bounce. All right. Well, thank you thank for you. joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. It was so fun. And we got to do this again. Yeah, that'd be so cool. But this cool. time, we got to talk about aliens. Chonning so Me, our exes. That's the real horror story. Shit. All right, thank you for joining us. Have a good one. Let's get talking back to shit. Nay, just fucking. I was going to say, Kyan. Is there any scary stories on the other side of the ditch? Because I know that there's a lot on our side of the ditch, but I was wondering. Hey, no, man, I'm actually pretty. I, I don't even know why you invited me. First of all, I don't we have that many scary stories? Uh, skinwalkers, ghost stories. I know about Goatman, but <laughs> the one I want to talk about real quick is uh, so Cody knows, but we live right next to Fort Wingate. I think yeah. that's like a total, that's a total hot spot, I believe. Um, Dude. The- does your family have any stories about Fort Wingate? A few. I mean, one, I remember someone talking about, like, there was, like, some satanic cult that did their stuff back there somewhere. I remember one of my cousins talked to because he used to stay in the dorm, like, before they, like, remodeled it. I guess they used to talk about, like, things like living in the ceiling and, like, a lot of Bigfoot stories also there as well. I don't know if you ever heard of the one where they, like, supposedly caught Bigfoot on, like, on the, the the store camera that when the store used to be there in Fort Wingate as well. But yeah, I've heard of all those. I mean, I don't know any too many details about them, but I remember one just of my dad told me about Fort Wingate itself because my grandma, she used to work for the BIA. She used to be working the dorm like when they used to actually like 
still you still you see the part where they like kept people like when they went through the long walk and stuff like that before they closed it all off and all that so i just remember that he said that she would take him yeah, i always found it funny because like i know like the rules in the workplace were pretty different back then like she would take him to work like overnight because there wasn't really anyone to watch him at home so my grandma would take him to work with her and he would spend the night like there so she would like take him to like maybe like the break room or like some room where like nobody was and she'd, she'd do her thing you know whatever they did and he just said that um when he was like i guess he was trying to go to bed and all he heard though like i guess he like heard people like marching up and down the halls like it sounded like like it just sounded like full of life i guess it sounded like people were like like heels walking down the hallways i think even at certain times he also said that like he could hear like like horse-drawn carriages or something like that so just just that like i guess maybe ghosts or no. i really don't know that's crazy kyan because my mom went to school there at fort wingate and she had similar stories like legit similar stories she said like in the mornings you could hear like almost a beagle in the in the distance like you know trying to wake up all the the soldiers that were stationed there and then you could uh there's like one story she said that one of the dorm tenants actually saw like a cavalry man um in one of the early mornings and she also said that like uh you can hear the water faucets and like showers turn on my uncle has a story where he snuck into the old hospital and they got shut down because i think asbestos but um he was like in high school him and his friends snuck into it and they said that uh he's like a he's a very like skeptical kind of guy um but he said when he went in there um there was uh he, he was walking by this the staircase and it had like a flashlight and he heard a ball f- fall down the the stairs like roll down and he heard little footsteps chasing after that ball and he says he's like he, he like swears he's like he's like shit you not i saw like a little girl grab the ball and then run back all the way up to you know the the, t- the upper floor and i was like you're fucking with me uncle he's like nah i'm i'm, I'm like for real so to confirm his story i asked my mom and my aunties and they're like yeah they're like he told us about that he actually ran back to um i think where our dorms were and he told us about it and i was like what the fuck <laughs> you know right though right no it's it's something to think about man like he like i don't even know what i would do if i heard like some cavalry ghost <laughs> yeah yeah like my cousins went there to do an investigation um after high school I, I he, they invited me, but I didn't get to go. But they let uh, they had an old security guard let him like they're all cool with the security guard. Security guard let them in, and he said in the background you can hear drumming and like humming at the same time. And um, one they took pictures like uh, some like pictures and whatnot, and those pictures like came out really weird because they caught orbs in the background, and one of them looked like an old uh, Navajo man's face. And I don't know if he saw those pictures, but they showed me now. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, Fort Wayne gets fucking crazy. No, man, it is. It really is. Yeah. Well, maybe not these days. I don't know what. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. The, yeah, I have, like, my mom has a lot of stories of Fort Wayne Gate. And it's just like, I don't know, kind of makes you really think. I don't know. 
And my mom's like all like dead serious about it, especially uh, my uh, my older uncle has some pretty scary stories. So I don't know. It's kind of a I know, right? I always wonder that. I personally feel like our generation doesn't really get through like they didn't really experience as much as like your your mom and like your grandpas and your grandmas. Like they have some wild ass stories. Yeah, for real. They have like some scary ass stories too about like. You know, during like ceremony, they see some shit or they saw like a witch, like an actual witch transforming before their eyes. I'm like, oh, what in the fuck? You know, I'll tell this quick one real quick. Um, it's about the skinwalker. We'll go into skinwalker territory, I guess. So when my grandpa and his buddy, I guess they were drinking or something and they got dropped off like like maybe like a mile or a mile and a half away from their house and like might as well just start walking back. So they're all walking. They just kept walking. And then I guess they were just kind of, they started hearing stuff on the, you know how it always starts. I guess they start hearing things here and there. And then they heard some stuff off the road a bit. And they just like tried to just ignore it. And like, it's almost there, you know, like just keep walking. And then out of nowhere, I guess they just started hearing stuff like getting thrown at them. And it just kept happening. Stuff just kept throwing it, throwing it. Something kept throwing something at them. And then I guess they're just the whole time, they're just like, what do we do? Like, they just kind of kept a good pace. They kept walking, kept walking. Then I think maybe, like, it started to sound like he was getting closer, more throwing. And then they said they, they just, like, ran. They ran for, like, half a mile because they didn't even know what else to do. But, oh, man, I don't even know what I would do if I was, like, something was throwing rocks at me from the side of the road. But Marley, pretty sure they said it was a skinwalker. Marley, doesn't your dad have a story like that with a ball or something like that yeah it was just like bouncing a ball like I, I didn't i tell this yeah i told this on the first episode i think i did where oh like, yeah yeah like it was like story. kids and shit and fucking scary and whatnot but yeah no i i i'm not surprised that like fort wingate has that has that kind of energy you know yeah any, yeah. any place that's a port would be fucked up, especially in relation to like colonialism. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's definitely true. And no, this I was gonna say that too, but I don't want to take it there. Well, I was gonna say like, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm so down to like fucking like investigate that shit. Like, I have the equipment too, so we just go in there and do EVPs. So let's Actually, do it. This is why I don't. This is why I don't hang out with you, man. You always want to do something. Bro, let's do it. Stuff we're not Kai, supposed to let's, do. Let's spend the night in Fort Wingate. I'll bring all my shit. <laughs> And we'll we'll sleep in the same room. I'll have my equipment on. We don't even need to explore. We can just like stay in one room, and I'll keep my equipment on, recording all night. And we can just like see if we catch anything in the morning. You're gonna have to get the blackening ceremony done for you. <laughs> <laughs> How much is that? Marley, all we're gonna end up with is being sick from asbestos. Man, I don't want that. Oh shit! There's <laughs> asbestos in there. Yeah, it's really bad. They shut down uh, the whole thing because of asbestos. Well, I still think we should take on the whole Bigfoot hunting. I would love to do that shit, too, to be honest. Yeah. I also heard Wingate, part of it burned down, didn't it, recently, Kyan? I don't know, dude. I just, I'm just, I just came back recently. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> no, but I was going to say on haunted houses, real quick, my, uh, my older brother, my brother, he, uh, his uh, in-law's house is like somewhat haunted and um i think the freakiest thing was uh uh he said that he would like be doing his homework on, on the computer and he would just feel like a presence just like standing coming towards him at this at the, the side eye profile because uh where the where the computer is 
there's a computer like in the, towards the hallway and then where you sit is actually down like you can see the hallway by the side of your your you know your peripheral and he said he would always see a black figure walk towards him and he would look and of course you know it's gone and so one time he was sitting on the couch and he said one time uh or he was just watching tv and he saw like a black kind of figure standing over him and he thought it was his father-in-law he's like oh hey what's up you know um so what are you guys up to and then he like looked over and there was no one and he was like what the fuck so um he had went to one of my my late grandpa who was a uh, road man um he because this was uh took place in where there was a uh like a mining company like near a mining company or near a mine and my grandpa had told them that where they lived there was an old mining shaft around that area that collapsed and actually killed some miners and what was happening was that uh, one of those miners was just kind of roaming around roaming in that house and and my cousin, did, he said the weirdest part was that my cousin said he didn't tell my grandpa about it. My grandpa's never been, um, never been to their house, never knew how it looked, never knew anything. Wait, did we just lose Cody? Yeah, he's probably not supposed to talk about it. Yee, they cut him off. Fuck. They're like, no more. <laughs> then no more. You're Damn out. it. No more. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't the shit I was saying that got cut out. <laughs> Well, let's see. Let's see if he comes back. But yeah, I'm so down to fucking ghost hunt. Real. Happened. I was literally like talking to you guys. Fuck, dude. It's a I was talking telling to- you to shut the fuck up, Cody. I think it was like legit. Everything shut down. Like my Wi-Fi, everything shut down. I had to go on mobile hotspot, and it never does this. Damn. It never does this. <laughs> Stay in your lane, Cody, man. Stay Damn, I'm locked up. I'm the fucking fucking lane, bro. I'm gonna have to burn some cedar after this fucking episode bro <laughs> blow some smoke on your wi-fi router too <laughs> <laughs> so wait where, where did i where did i I'll, I'll just finish up the story where did i end like where do i cut out i don't even know dude fuck me dude um, i totally forgot were you talking I think, about the oh, ghost in oh the yeah, yeah 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 you were saying that um that you didn't tell i guess someone didn't tell them what happened or something like they didn't tell the miners or something Oh, so I guess like uh, my, they went to my grandpa. My grandpa basically just said that like he, he, he described the house down to like the color of the house, the layout of the house. Uh, he's never been there, never knew where they lived. And he just said like, you know, the miners had, some miners had died under that house. And that's what I was haunting it. Like, you know, that's what my cousin was seeing on the daily was some miner that was just walking down the hallway. And I was like, what the fuck? But anyway, so that's what happened before my wife I goes back out. Fucking say a prayer, Cody, before you go to yeah. sleep. Ain't gonna like okay, since I moved away from like New Mexico, knock on wood, but like Idaho's not really that lit. I don't know any scary places around here. That's because you got fascists in your class, bro. That's scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Well, I think it's safe to call it a night since you know, you done pissed off some fucking ghost and shit. Like, I know, dude. I'm sitting outside and I don't want to risk it either. <laughs> uh, real quick question. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot after tonight? Uh, yes. I, I don't. I mean, it's like, I it's something, it's not because I don't, I, I think the stories, I'm sure 
I'm the type of person I have to see it myself. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I mean, and I'll never say like when it comes to people telling the story, I'm not saying they didn't. And I'm not saying I'm just like, I need it. I'm just a type of person. I need to see it for myself, which is why I'm yeah. saying let's go fucking Bigfoot hunting and ghost hunting. I'm so down. Damn, Marley. Barking yeah, up the personally, wrong tree. I believe I vote. I think I've always believed it's kind of like, I don't know. Otherwise life's pretty boring. I mean, <laughs> where are like, where are all the cool things? Not cool, but like, where are all the, like, I don't know. I, I want to believe in there's more than what we're made to believe. So what, what's wrong with just having some chant stories, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so like all the excitement I get in life. <laughs> almost, well, the excitement of almost shitting yourself at a Halloween party. That's that should <laughs> I've never felt more alive. Do you believe in it now? I don't know. I'm kind of with you, Marley, but it kind of does make a pretty good argument that like life's kind of boring if you don't like I remember when I was younger, I was really into it and I thought it was like super cool, but it's kind of one of those things. I think when you start believing into it, it starts to like, you start to see things. Right. So when I really was believing in a lot of like uh, paranormal stuff, I started to see it a lot more when I was younger, but now that I'm older, I haven't really dived into it. So I don't really see it as much. So I think there's a lot of stuff out there we can't, explain if it's a bigfoot because when i talk to these elders up here they had bigfoot stories too and who am i to like judge that you know to say that they didn't see a bigfoot you know but also like uh we don't we don't know and you know there might be some ancestors out there it's just like oh oh, good i was gonna say i'm really surprised that like I don't know. I thought both of you believe, but <laughs> I, I'm a fucking materialist, bro. I, I gotta see it. Like <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like Jacinda, I'm down. Let's go Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. I yeah, I, I also want I re, yeah, I'm totally down to go out and explore stuff. But but also I also understand that like when it starts happening, when you start looking for it and it starts fucking happening, just don't just don't like what's that like just keep on going out they just keep keep on trying to figure it out you know but cody's just sneak dissing me calling me a wussy marley's just gonna uh just run go put its tail between his legs and run me i'll fucking fight him yep. bro uh, uh, <laughs> already fucking see it already fucking see it there's just some stuff that i couldn't explain when i was younger that i saw that like my mom would talk about my grandparents and my elders would talk about and some of that stuff like i don't know still still creeps me out to this day but also really confuses me to this day even though i'm like really skeptical you know for real when i was young and naive like marley used to be like him but (laughs) (laughs) i I do but i I believe you know there's some stuff you really just can't explain whether you see it with your own eyes or not You like to look at two dogs when they're stuck together?